Welcome to Uncommon Real Estate, where it's all about finding creative solutions for real estate agents and investors. In exclusive mastermind conversations with some of the brightest minds in real estate, you'll learn how to earn an extra six figures a year. Don't follow the herd. Be uncommon. Here are your hosts, multi-millionaire real estate agent and investor, Chris Craddock and Jeff Safright. Hey friends, welcome here to another episode of your Uncommon Lunchbox with your host, Chris Craddock, myself, Jeff Safright. Today, we are going to chat a little bit, just the two of us, um, about, I believe, um, attracting investor clients. Uh, am I on the right track here? Yes, you are. You're on it. Let's do this, man. Like, First off, why would I want to attract an investor client? Well, I actually just added that to the title is why and how. So great question. Intuitive. That's what what you do. Come on, baby. Let's go. So so why attract investor clients? So this was actually some of the leveling up that I had um, a while back that I thought was really, really powerful was um, we we were clawing for each next deal. And I remember hearing somebody that I looked up to a lot say, um, it, it's not about finding the next deal. If you really, really want to grow, if you really want to grow a lot, you need to find, find where you can get the next five deals, the next 10 deals. Um, so that each relationship, you know, you, you can continue to do the sphere stuff that you're doing. Um, but each relationship, um, you know, means a, a much bigger opportunity for both you and the person you're in relationship with. Um, and so, one, that's, that's got to be how you see it, is that um, you're, you're helping create a bigger life for that other person, but you're also creating that for yourself as well. So why do you want to go in business with, uh, with an investor? Just think about this like this. If you need to, like, Jeff, how many deals do you want to close in uh, 2021? Uh-oh, you, you muted <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to pull up our Facebook. You did on a podcast. Come on. No, I'm trying to talk to the people, man. Uh, trying to get to our uh, Facebook Live um, so we can answer questions from there. But uh, you know, my goal was uh, 150 this uh, this year, and I'm a little bit behind right now. So we got to figure some something out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if you you want to break the hundred of uh, the hundred mark. Well, here's how, and actually I just sent Jeff, I just sent you a, uh, a name of somebody earlier today. Actually, we talked about this, who's looking to buy um, about 10 to 12 properties this year as, as an investor. And so um, how great is that? One, if you get an investor where you can, you could sell them 12 properties, but here's the other side. When you go to meet with a lot of people, there are people that, that want to sell um, for, and, and just know that they have, um, uh, they know that it's nailed down, that they have a buyer. And so if you can walk in and say, wow, this fits perfectly for this, this investor, he's a buy and hold investor. He, he's willing to pay close to market value, not exactly market value, but a buy as is right now cash offer. There's a lot of people that want that certainty and will say, okay. And so the great thing about that is on listing appointments, you go on Jeff, like, like if he wants to buy, let's say 12 properties this year, that could be 24 deals, which is, you know, a a little under a quarter of what you're looking to do in just one relationship. Absolutely. 
So that's the the first piece there. Um, why investors? The other the other question you got to ask is, okay, so I could get in with builders, I could get in with attorneys, I could get in. I mean, there's just a number of places where you can find more than one deal. But for me, I feel like um, what you focus on expands, right? Like what what you go after gets better. And so one of the places where I personally um, think that all real estate agents and real estate investors should spend most of their time, a lot of their time, is thinking about wealth building. And um, so for all of us, we should be looking at buying our own properties, but when but you can't buy everything, right? Like, I don't care how much money you have in the bank, you're, you're not going to buy everything. And so when you are the go-to for investors and you're able to give them great opportunities, you are... I mean, you are the person that they're they're looking to and saying, okay, this is awesome. And and it just it's it's such such an awesome win-win on that front. So does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it, it certainly makes sense as to why in a, in a lot of regards, and, and I think that lays it out clearly. Um, you know, I, I know we're getting into how to attract them, but you know, one other thing, um, well, let me back up one second. I also think that what you, you know, like you said, what you focus on expands, but as an agent, who's also an investor, you have a level of expertise there so you can speak with credibility, right? So, so that, that helps to differentiate yourself from others. Um, so, and then that leads kind of into this next question is I, I know we're, we're going to try to get to how to, how to attract investor clients, but, but, maybe how do we work with investor clients because aren't they a pain in the butt? Well, I'll tell you, most of the flippers that I know, people that are flipping properties, they tend to be, uh, I'll just tell you, they tend to be, unless they have a big organization and uh, otherwise they're just asking you for, for unicorns, right? You'll find one or two people where they're okay making um okay margins. Yeah. I mean, literally I, I used to get a call like every other week saying, Hey, I flip houses. Um, I'd love for your help. I'm like, so what are you looking for? And they're like, well, I'd like to buy it for 200. Um, I'd like it to be able to sell like as it is right now in the market for like 350 and less than that. Maybe I could have some conversations, but there's not much, much, uh, room in between there. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, and, and the crazy thing is, I don't know what I was thinking, but early in my career, I just, I would talk with these people and, and some of them that are like, like maybe the smaller margins, you know, the like, oh, I want to buy for 200, but it needs to sell as is for 275 or 250 as is right now without adding any value. And I would just get so frustrated because I spent all this time looking, I'd find an amazing deal and they're like, ah, the margins aren't great. And I'm like, the margins are awesome, <laughs> you know, and, and I didn't have the cash early on. And so I looked at it and I just said, man, if I had the cash, I would do this deal. What are you talking about? And so, uh, yeah, that's the tough thing. But then I, I have met a few people where their numbers make a lot of sense. They're not looking for something stupid. They're looking to add value. And yeah, I've done lots and lots of business with them over the years. Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, the funny thing is when you talk about the guys looking for the unicorns, every once in a while, you'll come across a unicorn. You don't do the deal yourself. So you flip it over to them. And in my experience, those guys then become difficult because they think that every deal you bring them is going to be like that one deal, right? So, so that's another that's another headache in and of itself. But at the same time, I do think that we can, you know, even with those that you're talking about, I, I think the question becomes, 
um, how experienced are these investors and how, how willing are they to learn and, uh, and to grow with you versus, you know, treating you like a, you know, like a, like a servant or whatnot, right? Um, to where, you know, are, are they willing to enter into relationship and grow with you? And if that's the case, then there could probably be some educational components that come in and, and really help them to, to kind of see a, a wider picture. Whereas, you know, if they're, you know, just people that have been to the game or they're difficult to work with, then, then, then that becomes a different, that becomes a different animal. Yeah. And, and one of the other things, and, and then we'll, we'll give some like practical ways to find investors here in just a second. One of the other things that I would just throw out as well is you've got to find, like you said, you've got to teach them so that they are with you because I had an, I had an investor that, I, I still, I'll never forget this deal. I found them a deal. They made, like, he was beating me up on the commission. He's like, oh no, you got to do less commission. You got to do less commission. And he was literally going to list it with some free brokerage, even though I brought him the deal and we, he'd promised to let me list it. And uh, he's like, Chris, I'm just making no money. I'm making no money. And then um, at the end, when everything was said and done, um, he was laughing about everything. He's like, oh, this was a great deal. I made $58,000 on this deal, you know, everything else. And I'm like, like, I, I guess he'd forgotten about our conversation where he beat me up. And then he's like talking about how he made 58,000. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You just, you just torched our relationship. Like I, I'm not bringing you another deal again, because to you beating me up over, like I brought him a deal where he made 58 grand and I made I think total, I made 10 um, on it, like with what I brought him and, and what I did. And this, this was earlier in my career. I, I definitely would have worked a different a different deal with them now, um, knowing the value of, of what I bring to an investor. Um, and we'll talk about that in just a second. But but that was one of those things right, right now where I, I realized that if, if somebody's going to beat you up over commission so they can just make more money, those are not the people that you want to be in business with at all at all yeah so sure go ahead no absolutely i was just gonna um you know i was just gonna say that well i was gonna ask you a question because i think you've you've kind of learned and um through through the years like how do you approach that now i i mean i know but i I think it would probably be good to to share the the bit of information on like how do you secure the deal on the listing side before you even you know give the deal yeah and um, and, and yeah, and then I promise you guys right after this, we'll go into uh, <laughs> steps on, on bringing in investors. Um, so th- this is one, actually, uh, the guy that introduced uh, you and me, Jeff, um, he actually got screwed very badly um, because he sold um, some land. He got the buy side of some land in one of the hottest areas in our market, and he was supposed to get like a $1.8 million new build listing on the other side. And they decided, first they said, oh, we're going to save the money and, and list it ourselves. And then they went and listed it with another agent mm-hmm. instead, of, instead of the person that brought him it. And they don't know, even to this day, they're never going to get, I mean, they just cost themselves a lot of money because mm-hmm. now you know that they're you know, if if they're willing to lie to you, they're, they're liars. Right. And so you, I don't want to be in business with liars. Right. Now there, there are times where things can be misunderstood or whatever, but um, I know the conversation that was had. So um, this is, 
the conversation and, and Jeff on that that Arlington property where I sent you with a uh, with a builder like I mean they did not want to his wife was the CFO of a pretty large brokerage and so he's like I've got to work with an agent from that brokerage I can't work with and I'm like well then I can't give you the deal like that's just where we are I just can't give you the deal and, I, and, and I'll call somebody else and uh, one of my favorite uh uh, favorite lines is what I say to him is I'm like, listen, there's so many investors out there. And I know that right now investors, like all these investors, they have more dollars than they have cents. And so, so I will find somebody else that will buy this property. Uh, but I would love to love to secure a relationship with you so that we can make each other a lot of money going forward. And usually that, that will work. And if they say, no, I'm going to use my own agent or whatever, then it, it just doesn't work. And, and heck, I've sold, I think it's three properties. Uh, and I have a ton of different agents I've sold properties to where they let me be the represent them as the buyer's agents. But uh, I sold three properties to a guy that's an agent, um, you know, almost $2 million worth of volume to an agent because he's like, I can't find these deals. So yeah, because at first he wanted to be the agent. And, uh, and I was like, listen, I'll give you a referral fee on the first one, but nothing else. Uh, well, will I give you anything on, I, I was like, otherwise you wouldn't be talking to me if you found these deals left and right. And he was like, you're right. I don't, I don't know where to find them. And, and I'll say this too, when I've had an appetite to buy, I've used other agents myself. And I let that agent list the property for me because you know, bottom line is I can fight them over commission, but it's going to cost me money in the long run because they'll find somebody that won't. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, there's lots more that could be said there, but let's, uh, let's jump into how to, how to attract these clients and, uh, and get them in the wheelhouse with us. All right. So here's the first one. This is the, this is the easiest one ever. Like so easy on Facebook. You just, literally straight up get on Facebook, you find a property that's a deal and you don't say the address, but you say, um, hey, I found a, and this is gonna, here's the funny thing. It's gonna get you investors, but it's also gonna get you buyers. I literally just went under contract with, uh, what is the volume on it? Um, let's see, 550 plus 750. So about, just under like 1.2, 1.3, uh, my math is terrible. So I think right around 1.3 um, by, because I posted this online and a friend sent me their friend. I said, hey, I know of a property that's under market in uh, Franklin Farm, which is a, a neighborhood in our area. Um, let me know if, if you or you know anybody that's looking to buy in that area. And literally, I got hit up by a bunch of, a bunch of agents sent me messages, right? And I'm like, okay, if I can't find anything else, I'll sell an off market property to with an agent, whatever, but I'm going to want to help my clients first um, before that. And so a bunch of agents sent me information, um, but I, but somebody told me about their friends. So I got a regular retail buyer and I got their listing. Um, but here's the crazy thing. Every time it's probably every third time I do this, I get somebody that will reach out to me on, on something like that. Or here's the next one that I'll put. So anytime I do that, I'll, I'll put that on, on Facebook. The next thing I'll, I'll put on Facebook is this. I'll just say, hey, um, I've, I'm finding some under market properties. Has anybody thought about investing in real estate or is an investor looking to buy a property at a discount? 
You post that, I promise you, I promise you right now, real estate is like toilet paper a year ago. Everybody wants it. You know, it's like gas right now, right? Everybody wants it if you're on the East Coast. Like that is, that is the deal. So um, I promise you, you post those online and, and please do me a favor, post this, do it. And then please go to, to our group, the Uncommon Real Estate Facebook group and, and just post a testimonial of what happens. Because I promise you, you're going to see some crazy, 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 crazy stuff happen there. So boom. All right. So that's, uh, that's two. All right. Number three. Um, and this is one of my favorite ones because you get listings from this if you don't um, do other stuff. And actually, it's a great uh, Jeff for uh, property management. If, if you uh, are ever prospecting for like property management or something like that as well, depending on what you do, um, this, is, this is a really interesting thing here. So you look up all the owner-occupied properties, or, or sorry, all the vacant properties or not vacant, tenant-occupied properties, which in most MLSs, you can go to the tax record and it'll say owner-occupied and it gives you the chance to say yes or no. Not every MLS across the country, but most of them will do this. Otherwise, you can go to a data source. And if you want to uh, DM me on Instagram at Cradrock, I'll get you hooked up with a great data source where you can get this if your MLS doesn't just have it for you. And essentially, if you say no, not owner-occupied, all those properties will come up. Well, if they're not owner-occupied, it will say where the owner's address is. Now, sometimes it's in an LLC and listed in Delaware or Wyoming, and you know we'll have a tax person on to, to explain some of that here in the future. But a lot of times the LLC will just have their personal home address, right? Um, and if it doesn't, it'll just say, you know, Jeff and Robin Safe Right, 123 Main Street, and then you've got their address, right? So then you can do one of two things. One, you send a letter, right? That's the easiest, more expensive. Two, you can skip trace. And again, if you don't know how to skip trace, we've had a number of people on that talk about skip tracing, but basically that looks up Jeff's cell phone number. It'll also tell you what he's wearing right now. Um, it's kind of creepy that they can give you all that detail, um, but, uh, but they'll give you a, a cell phone number, an email address. They'll probably give you like five to 10 email addresses if you buy that one. And sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. Um, and some, yeah, so basically contact information. So you, you can send a letter, you can door knock, that's the next piece. And you can, um, uh, you can call their cell phone, text their cell phone, any of that other stuff. But when you do, uh, I see James is asking for a script. Um, what do you say? So why, Jeff, you want to just role play with me on this? Yeah, go, uh, wait. Um, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Let me, I'm reading the question real quick. Okay. Do you have scripts uh, to contact sellers for investors to purchase? So, so, so I just, I only asked this to keep us on track here. Is this, are, are you like, do we want to still focus on attracting investors first and do this at the end or, or is this? Uh, this is good? about attracting investors. So, and maybe okay. I wasn't clear on this. Let me, let me just back up and be clear. So if, if a property is not owner occupied by nature, yep. who are they? They're, they they own it as a landlord, right? They're right, right, right. Yep. Right. So, so the, yeah, and I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'll tell you, I was in Napa Valley Valley last week, and uh, which was awesome, but three hours time different. 
And it's only like, it's been like four days and I'm still, my face feels like I've been run over by a Mack truck. I have, I've never been hit all by a jet lag this bad, but it's, it's all terrible. Oh, all the way. Yeah. Man, it's probably the wine and the jet lag. Um, but yeah, so, so anybody that if they're not owner occupied, it means that it's owned by an investor. Right. And so a lot of times what you'll see is most investors tend to own one property. But the script you use here is where it's really, really, really powerful. So, um, so why don't we uh, role play where we're calling this investor that owns owns the property? Yep. Is that good? I'm the investor, right? You're you're the investor. You own a property on one two three Main Street. There's a awesome. tenant in there. It's not owner occupied. So you've got a tenant in there, and I'm just calling you about that. Let's go. Okay. Ring ring. Hello. Hey, is this Jeff? Uh, yeah, this is Jeff. Who's this? Hey, Jeff, this is Chris Craddock. I, I was giving you a call. Um, you know, I'm, I'm with eXp Realty. I'm giving you a call about uh, your property on 123 Main Street. Um, I saw that uh, you you own it. Is that a rental property of yours? Uh, yeah. Yeah, this it's a rental property. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, so usually when I talk to most people that own rental properties, um, they fall into one of a couple categories. One, they want to buy more. Two, the one they have is a pain in the butt and they want to get rid of it. Or three, um, they're looking looking for uh, somebody that's, that's looking to manage the property. So I just want to give you a shout and see, are you looking, um, if, if, you know, I come across a lot of properties that are under market or off market um, where, where investors are picking them up. Would you be looking for any other properties if you were, if you were to find something that was a great deal or are you more kind of looking to get rid of or kind of get more hands off on the property you have? Um. I mean, yeah, I'm always, you know, I'm always looking for a deal, but, you know, right now I, I kind of manage this one. It's my old house that we used to live in and we kept it when we moved into the new one. So, uh, you know, I'm always up for a deal, but, you know, it had to be the right deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I spent a lot of time with a lot of investors and I'll tell you, it's smart to, to own real estate, but it's, it's funny because half the investors, even myself, when I owned my first one, uh, I just had so many things break early on that I was like, man, what am I doing? So are you, are you thinking about buying more properties or, I mean, cause a lot of times I know people, if you just have one, it's just kind of can be a bit of a headache. Like where, where are you, what's your long-term goal here with real estate? Well, I mean, like I said, I, you know, I, we just moved into the new house several years ago and we kept this one as a rental cause we thought it would be a good idea. Um, it's kind of a pain in the butt, but you know, I, I think it's worth it over the long haul. So I, I guess what's the market like, you know, are you able to find deals? Cause I'm always looking to, you know, any wise person is going to be looking to make money, but, um, you know, what kind of deals do you have out there? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the market's red hot. So, um, if you decided you want to sell this, you know, we could, we could take care of that for you, but if you're looking to buy additional properties, um, you know, I, you know, would you be looking in that same locale with that, that same area or just as long as the deal's right, you'd be open to it? Well, I think, I mean, I, I think if I went to multiple, multiple properties more than just this one, I'd probably have to find someone to manage these first because there's no way I could do that myself. Um, or I wouldn't want to, my wife would kill me. Um, so, you know, I guess if I had a manager, it really wouldn't matter the area as long as, you know, they, they worked, you know, the area that I had both houses in. Well, here's the great thing. I am connected with a couple amazing property managers, so I could get you set up there. Um, and on that same front, 
I can also, uh, you know, start if, if we get you all set up where you figure out what it is you're looking for, we could uh, bring you any deals that fit your criteria. They call it in the investor world, they call it the buy box. So we could create your buy box saying, okay, if, if it was priced here, if it had this much equity, so I was buying it this far under market, if I paid this much for a mortgage, but I made this much every month, um, you know, so we, we could work together. And, and this is one of the things that I do is kind of help as almost a consultant, because I work with a lot of investors, I could help you create your buy box so that we know when something is amazing and it comes, we could uh, we could just build it right there and, and know like, this is great. I, I've already thought about it. I already know what, what fits my criteria. And when it comes, I'm ready to go. Um, would that, does that sound like something that you think you and your wife would be interested in? Well, I mean, I, I honestly, you know, I wasn't expecting this call. It kind of caught me off guard. So definitely would have to talk to talk to the wife and see if 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 that's a responsibility um, that we would want to take on. But um, I could certainly, you know, talk to her and, and get back to you. That sounds great. Well, um, yeah. And, and here's the other thing. A lot of times, um, you know, people will have questions about that. And um, so I'd love to if you want, we, why don't we just schedule a follow up call with you, your wife and me and and we can just talk through the the numbers of everything just because you know when you when you start building a bigger portfolio there's you know there are some other things that you have to think about but also looking at what the numbers can be um, because you know the reality is social security probably isn't going to be around by the time we're all uh you know at retirement age so you know our 401k is great but i'll tell you you, you look at all of the people that end up becoming massively wealthy and it tends to happen through real estate. So I'd love to love to walk through that with you. If that'd be something that uh, you think you and your wife would be interested in. Yeah, I think so. You know, like I said, I can talk to her and then, uh, then we can definitely set up a time and, you know, see what you have to offer. Sure. And so from there, you know, I like, I mean, obviously what you're doing is trying to not be committal right now. I'm not looking to be like the hard, hard sales guy, because that's just not, not going to work right there but I'm, I'm trying to show the value that I have right there. So you can call through investors and, and, and right now real estate is sexy. It's hot, right? Everybody's excited about real estate. So um, you're going to get people more excited than not. Um, so that's the one. Um, any thoughts on that before we move to a next one? No, I think that's good. The only thing that I would add on the end of that, like when we get into that meeting or I might ask for uh you know, ask for the email address or something of that nature, just to say, Hey, you know, um, on the flip side to, to say, you know, I can send you, um, you know, the, um, the CMA or something, send you some comps on to let you know the, the value of your current rental. Right. Because, you know, knowing my wife, you know, she's like, if I'm buying a second home, it's going to be, uh, you know, at the beach, you know? Um, so, you know, if, if I'm going to lose them one way, then I'll at least have an end going the other route to say, you know, Hey, you know, here's this, this is the equity that could get you your beach. Right. Uh, yeah, and see, see, so the first one is you're, you're throwing a wide net out. Right. This one's more of a sniper rifle if you're willing to make the cold calls, right? Um, but just understand this. It's a lot of times you even said that. And, and I've made a lot of these calls early in my career when I was building out our investor list. We've got a pretty massive investor list now. And so it's, it's pretty powerful. But um, early in my career, I would make these calls. And what you said, you're like, oh, you kind of caught me off guard. Like everybody, everybody said that. But 
the reality is a lot of people are a lot nicer. You know, your, your role play was absolutely to a T what I would see. Cause right at the beginning, you did a great job of being like, Oh man, is this a sales call? Cause you were like, you're like, who is this? You know, like, I mean, it was a perfect because that's exactly what everybody does. Right. But then I got into it and I think you were slightly intrigued, you know, as you were acting, you're like, okay, who is this guy? Yeah. You know, it, it sounds a little too good to be true. Somebody telling me you can help me buy real estate cheap. Okay. I'm, this is great. Now you're going to have to, you're going to have to do that. But if you listen to some of our other podcasts, it'll show you how you can prospect for properties that are slightly under market. Um, and we can also do some more of that here in the future. But um, a lot of the podcasts, a lot of the people we've had on because of the fact that really our niche is for the agent who also has a mind for investing. Um, that's, that's why we do do that as well. Um, we're at noon. Should, what do you, Jeff, you make the call. Do we want to go anymore or, cause I know we didn't spend a ton of time. I only gave two, three tools um, to get investors right now. I've got a number of other ones anymore, or should we uh, just save it for uh, next week or two weeks when, uh, when we're back on with part two? Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I think we should probably turn this into a three, four, five part series. Cause I think there's a lot of different um, directions that we could take with this. So, so I I'm of the opinion that we hold it, let's save it and let's go through some more um, especially on, you know, attracting the clients and, and, and whatnot, but didn't, you know, we can get into a couple of other segments that, that are all of the same vein too. Yeah. And, and even though I know we've handled it on a ton of our podcasts in the past, James is asking, where are you finding below market, uh, below value market properties? Um, we could, we could do one just with us here coming up where, where we'll talk through how to find those uh, below, below market properties. So it used to be that you, we were finding a lot of like 65 to 75 cents on the dollar properties we're seeing a lot less of that because the market is so hot and people are, um, you know, people are realizing where they are and what they can sell for. Um, but yeah, we can, we'll, we'll do that in a, in a future episode. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I think that sounds good. And, and to be, you know, for everybody that's on here, it's um, it's, what is it? The Raz, right? Is that what it is? So, you know, when you buy a new car, nobody else has it the next day, everybody has it. Why? Because your Raz is kind of dialed in and focused and you're like, man, where did all these come from? They were always there. You just weren't focused. So to some degree, the more that you're focused on investing, the more, the more opportunities you're going to see, especially as we get into some of these, you know, other avenues and, uh, and ways of, of locating properties and, uh, and also locating clients. And please, please, please. I know we're about to wrap up here, but I am begging you if you're not in that Facebook group in the Uncommon Real Estate Facebook group, go join it. And I'm begging you because I have beat up people on our team, verbally beat them down, like in a nice way, velvet hammer beat down um, for not posting this stuff on Facebook. I'm telling you every year, I probably bring in somewhere between 50 and $100,000 in GCI just by posting at least once a month, but, but oftentimes twice a month. I post when there's an undermarket property um, or something coming in a neighborhood or something like that. I, I post it. And again, I get blown up by agents, but I'll tell you, I get enough, I, I get deals. And so somewhere between 50 and hundred K for the last four years, every year by using that Facebook strategy I gave you. And so I'm just begging you, if you guys are listening to this and you actually listen and actually do it, which some of the folks on our team do it and some of them, I don't know why. And I still beat them up over it. Um, 
please post in the Facebook group that you did it and tell us what the what the results were. I it usually takes three posts to get one uh, at least one closing, and and I, I count like a buy sell as one closing to get one client um, through the process. So um, please, 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 just try doing that and uh, throw that out there in the group so that I can use that as a beat down stick for other people to actually do it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so do we have any idea of uh, when we might do part two here? Yeah, I, I believe it's it's gonna be in about, uh, not next week, but the week after, I believe is, is yeah. when we're on part two. If I'm recalling correctly, I think it's May 25th, um, but if not, it's, it's probably that week. Um, so cool. Hey friends, uh, before we go ahead and head out of here today, wanna, wanna give you a quick reminder, please go to uh, anywhere that you're listening to the podcast, um, you know, whether it be Apple, uh, iTunes, whether it be, uh, you know, Spotify, Podbean, wherever it is that you go to listen to this, please go drop us a five-star review. would uh, greatly appreciate it there. Uh, also go to reviewreduxgroup.com and uh, drop us a five-star review there. Join the Facebook group at Uncommon Real Estate. I know Chris mentioned that several times and has a little uh, experiment exercise for you to do today. So let us know how that went and uh, love to interact with you. You can also give me a call at 703-899-7270 or send me a text again, 703-899-7270. We'd love to chat real estate. We'd love to chat investing, whatever we can do to help you. And, uh, and that's kind of, uh, you know, there for those that, are, again, drop us that five-star review. But uh, yeah, hey, uh, this concludes another episode of the Uncommon Lunchbox with the host, Chris Craddock, myself, Jeff Safright. Uh, we'll be back again Tuesday, same time, same place. Until then, have a great weekend. Continue crushing it, and we'll see you Tuesday. Take care. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Uncommon Real Estate. Subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest mastermind conversations from Chris, Jeff, and other uncommon real estate industry leaders. If you love this podcast, please write us a review. And to fast track your real estate career, go to chriscraddock.com. 